I'm Carrie. And I'm Erin. And we're, we're keeping, keeping busy. busy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Was it 2019? Oh, it was. Oh. What? The last episode came out in 2019. Oh, so scratch that. <laughs> Oops. Happy continuance of the year 2019. <laughs> yeah. Glad I'm we're still all still happy. here. <laughs> I'm still happy it's 2019. How about okay. you? Yes. All right. Great. Very, very grateful. So, what have you been up to? Well, I made some profiteroles. Ooh, did you? I did. So, How about I don't you? know. I don't actually know the difference. I thought I knew the difference between profiteroles and cream puffs. I thought profiteroles were just cream puffs that had frozen stuff in them instead. I'm no longer certain about that. Yeah, they seem like uh, the same thing. I also thought they were different somehow. Um, but no. who knows now? <laughs> no, everything's a lie. Everything's a lie. <laughs> Especially when it comes to baking. Yeah. So, yeah, we made basically, I think when it comes down to is we made a pâte choux, a choux pastry, mm-hmm. and filled it with our choice of whatever we wanted. We sure did. Just as an overview, what did you fill your shoe with? I made a... Was it stanky feet? (laughs) Had to go there. Sorry. How did you know? It was a cherry whipped cream filling. Ooh. I bought frozen cherries. And I boiled them down with a little sugar, a little uh, vanilla, a little bit of water. And then I added it to my whipped cream. Ooh. It was lovely. What did you fill yours with? I just filled mine with a standard vanilla pastry cream. A creme whatever pastry. Pastry cream. <laughs> pastry cream, okay. Um, so it's basically a cornstarch thickened custard with vanilla flavoring in it. How did your shoe pastry go? <laughs> Surprisingly good, I think. I can't... After I tried mine... Uh, I couldn't actually remember the last time I had a cream puff. So you had nothing to compare it to? I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've had cream puffs. And I'm pretty sure I did a good job. Cool. I'm going to say I did a good job. How about yours? I did three different batches. (laughs) Whoa, okay. Um, And my first ones kind of seemed like they were cream puffy. And I was like, but they had this weird... So I piped mine. Did you pipe yours? Yes. So in the first and second batches, I also piped mine. So I did like what they say. I put the piping tip near uh, just so it's touching and basically piped straight up, but letting it fill out kind of in a Hershey Kiss type shape and then patted down the tips with a wet fingertip so that they would be rounded. Mm -hmm. For some reason, mine got these little pinched off tops like... A snowman head. <laughs> so the bottoms rounded, but the tops also rounded separately. And so badly this happened, <laughs> I don't understand why, that actually there was one where the little ball top completely separated and fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I don't really know what that was about. Um, I made them a second time and... Oh, no, the first time, that was what it was. The first time I piped it, and I piped it how you usually see people pipe um, some kind of cookie shape, where I did it in a circle and then made sure the middle was filled in. And I was like, well, Uh maybe that's why it separated. Like, maybe 
the, the shoe being on top of itself made it kind of fall off. Um, so then the next time I piped it straight up and those are definitely better looking, but still didn't seem quite right. Uh, and I was making them from a recipe out of a taste of Paris cooking book or something like that. And so I finally tried a different recipe from the internet and (laughs) they puffed up, I think probably three times bigger the same amount of dough puffed up about three times bigger than the ones that i had made previously and they actually had a crunchy shell on the outside where my first ones had been kind of soft and just like huge hollow cavernous cream puffs and i was finally like i'm pretty sure this is how a cream puff is supposed to be and i knew i'm not sure if it was like the perfect cream puff i doubt it was what they are supposed to be perfectly but when i ate my first ones i was like oh yeah okay this is a cream puff and then when i ate the last batch i was like oh my gosh this is a cream puff (laughs) and i like i got it (laughs) good job if that makes any sense yeah mine were definitely cavernous inside and they had a crunch to them and i could not for the life of me figure out if they were supposed to be that hollow or what the le- right level of hollowness yeah. is. I, I mean, uh, I think that's right. The one yeah, thing so I could not... all the cream in. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I couldn't really, like, something wasn't right was the, uh, my tops just crackled open. Hmm. I had crackly tops. I did not have crackly tops, but I did have a few... That looked a little snowmanish, like you were saying. Yeah. But not all of them. What did your recipe use for a liquid? It used water. Okay. Yeah. I did see some recipes with milk. That's, I think, what was the main problem in my first two. The one that was from the French cooking book, it had milk in the recipe. And I think... The extra fat in the milk just kept the dough too soft. Hmm. That's the only thing I can think. So I got my recipe from the Food Network. It's courtesy of Anne Burrell. And it's just called Profiteroles. And I I would like to compare ingredients. So this one had Like quantities? Or just types. Because I saw a surprisingly large range of recipes out there okay so this had uh water butter a little bit of salt flour eggs and cinnamon hmm dash of cinnamon and i did like how that flavor came through that was in the dough itself yes okay i definitely didn't have any cinnamon in mine although that sounds good i enjoyed it oh i see your picture you got it i did get your picture okay did you get the snowman one no, I only got one. Okay, I'm going to send you another one, too, because I want to sh- show you the drama. Oh, yes, I see. <laughs> that is very snowmanish. It is. It's very odd. And, I mean, you can almost tell by the color and the texture of it that it's more soft and doughy. Yeah, it does look a little doughier. So check this next picture out. Because this okay. is kind of like the Wozer one. What? What is that? That is how much dough I used and how big they got. 
Ooh, that is quite the expansion. <laughs> Mine did not expand that much. It looks like, yeah, yours got three or maybe three to four times as big. They got Gigunda. I would say mine doubled, if that. Yeah. So what does your recipe have? The last one was water and not milk. Is there anything else? Um, No, there wasn't anything else, like, very surprising. It was just water and butter and a pinch of salt. And then measure out the flour and put it in. The one thing that I did in other than the milk is I find it really difficult to... Is there an overcooking? Can you overcook patashu on the stove during that like pot cooking portion? Can you overcook Mm. it or is the danger just that eventually it's going to run out of steam and it will burn? Because I don't know. I was with, wondering that, too. With the first two, I mean, it says, okay, you can be done. Like, you're done when it pulls away from the sides. You're done when there are oil spots on your pot. But, I mean, honestly, once I put in my flour and I put it on the stove, it looked like mashed potatoes. And it pulled away from the side of the pot. It wasn't yeah. super wet. It already looked like that. So I was It like, was, like, instantaneous. Yeah. As soon as I dumped in the flour and beat the flour into it, I, I felt almost, I don't even need to put this back on the stove. It already looks right. Yeah. I was trying to find a, a video. Yeah. But um, couldn't find it, and I didn't want to wait any longer. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, well, because, like, it was on the stove, and I was trying to, like, really quick find it, and I was like, no, I can't do this. I have to just take it off the stove. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was super fast, it turned into what it looked to me like it was done. And uh, I am very happy with how it came out. So I, I'm going to say I did a good job. I did it right. I also, the other thing that I did with this last batch, though, and it may be why they puffed up so large, is I left it on the stove for freaking ever because I thought to myself, maybe I'm missing something <laughs> and there will be a change. So I did leave it on the first two. I did maybe two to five minutes, which is what most of the places say. Two to five minutes or until it pulls away from the side. So since it was already pulling away from the side, I went with two to five minutes. Um, But on the last one, I have no idea how long I left it on the stove. I just kept stirring and stirring and drying it out and drying it off and drawing more of the moisture out and the steam away. And I will say the recipe was supposed to take approximately four eggs and you know it gives you an idea of what the consistency is supposed to be and it says to lightly beat your eggs before you add them so that you can stop you know before it gets too wet or you can continue if it needs more so mine actually ended up taking five and a half eggs to to get to the right piping consistency so (laughs) I just had two eggs and that was it Ah, what? How much water? Half a cup of water. Oh, okay. Well, then it's it's a half recipe. Mine okay. was a full cup of water. Okay. This the, the dough for this was surprisingly simple. You know, it's, it's stuff that you would just have around. And yeah. it seemed... I was really intimidated going into it. Uh, but 
I did screw it up. <laughs> it wasn't that hard. So I feel like making cream puffs could be um, an easy thing to do to just like impress people if you have some little party thing going on. Right? I feel like that too. And I mean, it seems like even if they don't come out perfect, they're so simple that they can't come out so bad that anyone's going to say, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm curious. I saw one recipe that said, when you take them out of the oven, poke a hole in the bottom to release the steam. And then later, once it's cooled down, you fill in that hole instead of cutting them in half and filling them. Yeah. That's what I did. That's what you did? Yep. Oh, I cut mine in half and then just kind of piped cream in the middle and closed it up like a sandwich. Oh, yeah. No, I um, I actually took um, a large gauge icing tip and kind of drilled it through the bottom of each of them as and put them upside down so that they could release the steam out the little steam hole. Huh. And then I used just a disposable pastry bag, threw my pastry cream in there, snipped off the tip, and just squeak, filled that sucker up. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> The the cream puffs themselves are so big that I made, I don't, like, one batch of pastry cream. I mean, it filled a 12-inch icing bag to the top, like, to the tippy top. I could barely close it. <laughs> and I didn't make it through half the batch of pat puffs before I ran out of pastry cream. <laughs> like, like, they must have taken... A quarter cup of pastry cream per puff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Which sounds ridiculous, but also when you have this crunchy giant puff in your hand and then you bite into it and it just explodes pastry cream, it's supremely satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So did you like the pastry cream combination in there? Yes, I thought it was delightful. And I did not, I know this is going to come as a surprise, I did not top mine with chocolate. What? I know. Like, what? Crazy. Um, I did do a little powdered sugar on some of them, but I didn't go crazy. I just kind of left them as is, and I filled them. Did you do any toppings on yours? No, I somehow, I don't know what the heck's wrong with me, failed three times to uh, melt chocolate. And wow. then I said, forget this crap. Yeah, I think I would have too. <laughs> oh, I also did a whole bunch of other things with my cream puff since I made three batches. Oh, yeah. So what did you do? So the last ones got filled with pastry cream. When I ran out of pastry cream, I ended up cutting them in half and stuffing them with Mississippi mud pie ice cream. Ooh. Um, the first batch, <clears throat> I didn't have the... I just didn't have the uh, motivation, I guess, to make the pastry cream yet. So I stuffed them just full of whipped cream, then stuck them in the freezer so that the whipped cream would harden and then when they came out of the freezer, I put uh, Sunday shell on them. You know, the chocolate squeeze oh, bottle yeah, yeah. and you pour it on and then it hardens when it gets cold. That's a good idea. So the kids really liked those. That was a big hit. So they're so versatile and fun. They are. And everybody loves them. Like nobody eats a cream puff and has a grumpy look on their face. True. Yeah, you can do ice cream. You can do whipped cream. You can do custards. Um, I'm can't imagine doing buttercream, but, you know, if that's your thing, go for it. No, but you know what I totally want to do? There's, um, if you make, I'm forgetting all of the terms, 
there's something where you take the pastry cream and you cut it half and half with stabilized whipped cream so that it lightens up the pastry cream. Mm-hmm. And I would totally do that. And that can also bring you a whole bunch of other flavor combinations. Like you could, you know, add chocolate or coffee to the custard or you could add coffee yeah. to the whipped cream. Do tons of fun stuff with that. I made the stabilized whipped cream because my plan is to bring this into work and I don't want the whipped cream to just melt down. Yeah. And I added the, the cherry juice and sugar and all that to the whipped cream. Um, and while I definitely should have had a greater ratio of, of cherry juice juice to whipped cream, um, like you can add anything. You could do any kind of berry you want. You could do lime. You could do lemon. You could do coffee. You know, anything and then the possibilities with... are endless yeah i really wish that i had not failed to do the chocolate because um the first i did two batches where i don't even i don't understand what went wrong and the third one clearly just some water got in there because i was really annoyed by then and so just for me to eat i smushed some of the the chocolate on top of one of them yeah the cream puffs and it tasted really good <laughs> uh so I think that chocolate would have been even better with the cherry. But, Ooh, um, I'm going to throw something else out there. Did you know that it's basically a pat of shoe dough that you use to make churros? <gasps> I did not know that. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Dropping some knowledge. Mm, we're all learning stuff today. Yeah. Or I guess just me. <laughs> I'm, le- I'm learning stuff today. Woohoo! You're... Your puffs look so nice and round and smooth compared to mine. Mine are so craggy. <laughs> I, I had a, a couple in there that were You had a, a few because... irregular ones, and all the other ones are, look like perfect little spheres. Because <laughs> well, I went back, and I was like, oh, there's just a little bit of dough left. I'll top, top some off, which was a bad idea. Oh, yeah. But that's totally, okay. shoe pastry does not like itself. <laughs> like, as soon no. as you stop piping it, you need to stop piping it. Yeah, you're just done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had actually had one more question. What temperature did you bake yours at? Uh, let me check my recipe. I don't and while you're checking your recipe, I'm going to tell her listeners <laughs> that I learned tons about my shoe pastry from theflavorbender.com. This is the Ooh. recipe I used. This is the troubleshooting I used. And this is how I determined the correct ratios and uh consistency for things so mine may not be as beautiful but i did love them and i am glad i checked the site out good uh so i baked mine at 425 for 20 minutes wow what baked you mine do? at 375 uh-huh. for <gasps> 30 minutes 28 minutes actually okay also, I will say for the last batch, I don't remember if I said this already. I just used my medium cookie scoop. Oh, okay. Instead of piping? Yeah. Because I was like, I feel like this piping is not going well for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I used, um, uh, by the way, the flavorbender.com, not only for my shoe pastry, but for my vanilla pastry cream, which I also, also thought was just very delicious. By the way, mm-hmm. what else have you been busy doing? Well... I was on vacation for a little over a week, uh, so I didn't really do anything. But for that vacation, um, I just 
spoke of this about this previously on the podcast. I made matching dresses for me and the baby, and they came out wonderful. Super wonderful. Cutest picture ever. Thank you. I'm very happy with how those uh, came out. I also made matching uh, bucket hats for my husband and the baby. Unfortunately, uh, it did the, the baby's hat didn't fit. My Aww. husband's hat was a, a little big, but with a bucket hat, you know, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. really matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the baby's hat, I did, I tested the, um, the hat part without the brim, and mm-hmm. it fit good, but then in sewing the brim, it's, I must have cinched it together. Maybe the brim was a little too short. I'm not sure exactly, because then it couldn't pull down after the brim was on, it couldn't pull down over it. And if you look at it, it kind of looks like a smaller diameter at the where the brim attaches compared to the top of the hat. Oh, yeah. So that's okay. I tried hard and it almost worked and my husband was surprised and totally would have worn it if they could have. <laughs> Were you able to toss his old bucket hat into the water? No. No, no adios not. bucket hat? No, because the new bucket hat didn't work right, quite right, so... Oh, well. So what have you been up to? I sent you two other pictures because, oh, as, I said, as I said in the last episode, we've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show at our house. <laughs> and so my husband has taken to giving me, quote unquote, baking challenges. <laughs> uh-huh. So his first request were, um, there was an episode where they made tea cakes. Now, they weren't tea cakes as I've ever seen them in my life. I think of tea cakes as little petty four type things. Apparently, yeah. in Scotland, they're chocolate and peanut butter or something like that. I can't remember what they said. But these basically look like buns. They're mm-hmm. big handful of bread dough. And then it has... Uh, usually dried fruit filling in it. So it's almost like a little, a cross between a mini fruit cake and a mini, and a giant hot cross bun. Well, they have a beautiful sheen on the outside crust. Thank you. That's my lovely, lovely egg wash. So what I ended up doing was I took some, uh, two different kinds of dried cherries. I can't remember what kind the cherries were. And I soaked the cherries in almond extract uh, I cut, cut them up small because cherries are kind of big for, uh, you know, putting in a bread. So I chopped them up, soaked them in vanilla, uh, nope, almond extract, and then folded them into the batter after the first proof. Made my buns and baked them, and they came out friggin' delicious. <laughs> they came out super good. They were really yummy. Um, I had a hard time cooking them through at first, but then I managed to get them baked all the way through, and they were very, very fluffy and great texture. They were delicious warm out of the oven, and they were also super great toasted and covered with butter. They look beautiful. And the next thing was... Yes, tell me this masterpiece. This is called golden cake, apparently. Ah. Oh, Scandinavian gold cake. So this came from my trusty King Arthur flower baking book. Um, And it didn't have a picture or anything. So it was just kind of like, this was his technical challenge because he was like, (laughs) 
you can't look it up. You can't, you know, try to learn anything about it. You just got to bake it from the recipe. Um, and there was no, like I said, there's no picture. So I baked it. It's in a bundt pan. It has almond extract in it. And it also has toasted almond flour, which I thought was fun. And then oh. the icing also has almond extract in it. I was a little disappointed with this. It looks pretty good. Yeah. But, um... It was kind of dry, and I, after I was released from my technical challenge and considered myself a failure, I looked it up in a couple of places online and was like, oh, you have to be super careful because it dries out very quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, boo. But um, it was, it was still pretty tasty. Just was kind of, it was drier than I wanted it to be. Uh-huh. Well, it is beautiful. I love it. Thank so you. There. And I made a hat for my daughter, but I haven't finished it. Need some pom-poms. Oh, heck yeah, it needs pom-poms. <laughs> pom-poms for days. Wow, you have been very busy. Well, it's it's been an extended uh, interim because you were on vacation. It's true, it was. And then I just didn't want to do nothing. Yeah. So it took me a while to make my cream puffs. It took you like two days to make your cream puffs. Stop it. I said puffs. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had to push myself to get them done. I'll say that. Oh, crap. I've already forgotten what the heck we're doing. I know. All right. Ready? Transition. Smooth. Dun, 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 dun. We're going to try our hand at chocolate cinnamon babka. Why are we doing chocolate cinnamon babka? Because it looks super hard, but it's delicious. And we were talking about how our next episode is going to be our second anniversary of sharing our love of baking with the world at Yay. large. <laughs> and what we did last year for our anniversary was went back over our failures <laughs> <laughs> and um, and redid one of them to see if we could bring a little more success to a previously failed venture. Um, and we ended up doing fudge, and it was pretty good. This year, we're going to do something tough because we've had such a successful year full of delicious things that Uh I think we should really um, stretch ourselves and see if we can do something that we're probably going to fail at. (laughs) (laughs) We got to set ourselves up well so it's easy next year to pick which failure we want to redo. Yeah, there there's a perfect point. Yes, we have to start <laughs> making more difficult things so that we have more failures that we can redo for our anniversary next year. Yes. So That's we're starting point. this a string of failures <laughs> <laughs> with chocolate cinnamon babka. Chocolate cinnamon babka. I'm very excited. I have I'm I don't make breads frequently. Uh so they scare the crap out of me and um I don't know. This is I'm just looking at a picture of one and it's terrifying, but we're going to we're going <laughs> to kick its butt. We're totally going to kick its butt. There will be right. butt kicking. I mean, in which direction the butts are being kicked is kind of still up in the air. Yeah. No, this is I'm staying positive. Oh yeah. This is going to be great. We're going to do the butt kicking. Yes. I just don't know every single dough. It seems like has a different amount of kneading that you have to do. And I yeah. never know what the right amount of kneading is. Yeah. Like, every bread is just so specialized. There's always something special. 
and the you're right like the dough needs to be just a little bit different for each one and I'm just terrified and I, I can never get it to rise as much as it's supposed to yeah I think I need to really jack up the heat in my house or actually I know I have an instant what? pot I'm gonna use my instant pot for proofing my bread dough <gasps> cheater 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 chicken eater all right, well, I have high expectations for you now that you're No, cheating. stop it. <laughs> that's what that's what is always the biggest downfall of everybody on the greatish, Great British Baking Show. Anytime they get success, proof. it's followed by a week of terrible failures. Oh, <laughs> I see. They'll start by saying, like, I know this recipe like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. And then they get lazy mm-hmm. and they screw up. Yep. It's all downhill from there. Don't do it. Don't have confidence. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a trap. Well, to be fair, the first season I watched, the uh, the winner was like the Eeyore of baking. <laughs> he was like, oh no, all of my stuff is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then he won. So yeah. Oh, spoilers. Eeyore wins. Eeyore wins. So if you have a foolproof babka recipe that you would like to share, Holy you crap, can send, send it, it our way. Yeah, keepingbusypodcast at gmail.com. And you can check out pictures of our cream puffs by going to our Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for Keeping Busy Podcast and you'll find us. Do it. Search for us. And um, I guess until next time, think of us fondly because we'll be here failing. Failing at Bobka. <laughs> yeah, we'll tell you all about it next time. And I'll probably have to make two or three loaves to get it right, so <laughs> I'll be telling you I'm going to be keeping, keeping busy. Keeping busy. <laughs> right. <laughs>